Welcome to the latest United We Stand podcast brought to you by Red Army Bet, a betting site with a difference. Not only are we offering the best available odds on a United win, we've also got exclusive special bets created by Reds. And as we share half our net profits with the United supporters community, no matter what, the fans can always end up winning. Check out our website, redarmybet.com, or download the app, Red Army Bet. About fans, by fans, for fans. Just come to say hello to Gary Neville and Ben Thornley who are in Manchester. And my motive was simply to say hello, but they have ulterior motives. (laughs) And Gary Neville has suggested that we do a podcast. No, I I tell you why, because he was lurking on my shoulder, you know, like he does, typical sort of journalist, sort of like knowing there's something in the coming. And and I need to go at the end of this signing, so I didn't really want him to pull me at the end and ask for something. So I thought we might as well do it during the signing itself. Andrew, I'll take the less cynical approach and I'll say I'm happy to have you here. I came to say hello to Ben and to maybe take a picture and plug your book signing because your book's very well. And Gary's got a completely ulterior motive. Gary, did you um, watch Manchester United last night? I did. I, uh, I was in London. I was at Sky Christmas Do, so we actually were we were half cut when we watched it. You don't drink? Uh, no, but I did have a drink last night, and we uh, yeah we did watch it. I actually thought it was quite exciting it was, in terms it was of end to end. It wasn't. It was a bit of a mess. It reminded me a little bit of the start of the Tottenham game where we we flew out the traps and I thought here we go we're going to blow up again. But actually we, it was it was decent. Um, I was actually with. I've been in London for the last five days, as you know. I saw you on Monday. I was disappointed that your fanzine did not win the fanzine of the year. Not, not half as disappointed as Steve Armstrong was. He wanted to smack some of the other people. That's <laughs> not, not very charitable, is it? Well, no, not, 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 not in the spirit of fan. <laughs> not in the spirit of the Football Sports Federation, I wouldn't have thought. No. Well, we keep going down there. We've only won it once. We've been coming like Liverpool. We won it in 2012. And we put our life into making this fanzine as good as we can do. But, you know, you can't win them all, can you, Gary? You certainly can't. But well, you, won, you won the... Um, I was disappointing for you. Yeah, I was out last night. Get rid of him. That's a respected journalist, I'll have you know. Andrew Mitten. It's another pound. Thank you. Thank you very much. So, Ben, tell us, no, ben, tell us about your book. Go on. While Andrew's been kicked out for a picture. What would you like to know about the book? Very well put together. You talked a lot. You talked a lot about your personal relationships in there as well, haven't you? That I witnessed. That I witnessed over the years. There's a line from your brother in there. I've seen you two grow up. Have you? Yes. Oh. Yes. What's this line from your brother? When you first started playing. There's a line from your brother. Yeah. In the book, which says he couldn't nick a bird. Yes, I've got pictures of it. Gary, there's a line in the book from Ben's brother which says he could nick a bird. Could you discuss that, please? I don't like the terminology. It feels very saltish. It's very... How's the book? It's the honest, honest truth, right? So I, I... For those that don't know, I went out with Ben's sister for seven years, right, from the age of 19 to 26. Still got on with her now? Right. No, not sniffing for many years. You won't um, be glad she's gone to Australia. All right. But if she, walked, <laughs> she moved that far away from yeah. me. <laughs> that was I'm, the, that was the, that was the effect of I don't know. If she walked in here now, would, would it be no problem? No, it wouldn't be a problem be nice at all. nice to see her. So basically, this was a, so basically they lived in a, in a, a Victorian terrace, semi-detached, three-storey, four-storey actually, basement as well. Apologies. And on the top Sorry. floor there were three bedrooms. There was Ben's, Rod's and Hannah's. Uh, your brother's busy, Owen, isn't he? Masseur, yeah. To yeah. be honest with I you... I do see him as well. Ben, I sit... Sorry, one second. We're doing an interview here. Yeah. <laughs> Rod's room was full of pizza boxes. For him, what was it called? The Eccles, that place that he used to go to. Uh, Happy Days. Happy Days, yeah. Happy Days and Eccles. 
Ben used to come back with a doner kebab at two in the morning. Um, you used to come back with the sister. <laughs> whilst I was well, whilst I was trying to get sleep in the other room. Because you had a game the next day? Because I was, I don't know. I, no, I, ben, I did. Ben, ben, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, Ben was playing at the time, that was his problem. <laughs> and we used to basically, we used to, we used to actually, um, after a game on a Saturday, Ben say play at Uddersfield and I come back from United. We used to meet at his house and we'd, do it, we'd actually have a two litre bottle of woodpecker each. And people don't know that, you see. I don't know that. Two, did, didn't we, Ben? Yeah, we did, yeah. It was, yeah ben we got did. me into drinking, actually. In, in Malta? In Malta. Yeah. With yeah. woodpecker, believe it. With woodpecker? Yeah. That was a very soft introduction to alcohol, Woodpecker. But and I'm not looking for a sponsorship deal from him or anything like that. Or, or a, it's not a plug, this. And then we remember we used to Wait, to Ronnie's and we used to have that case either. The case either. That was a step up. Oh, we went from Woodpecker up. to case either. And that, our youth. In the black bottle, guys, do you remember? Yeah. On as a blue bottle as well. And my other great memory of Ben, right? I moved, me and Ben moved into Manchester and we were both single, actually. About, we were 25. The single thing didn't really matter to me. <laughs> Sorry. Right, go on, yeah, that's more. If I didn't have anybody next to me, I was single, Andrew. <laughs> right, come on, that's, come on. Right, so okay. basically, it's a true story. We, we used to play darts two or three times a week in the Peveril of the Peak. Peak. You know the Peveril of the Peak? Yeah. So we used to play darts two or three times a week in there. I forgot the name of the landlady. Oh, the landlady, remember. remember her? Yeah, I can't remember either. And she was amazing. And to be fair, we used to have a couple of pints, a game of darts from probably about six at night till eight. It was a fantastic time. So we do go back a long way, me and Ben. Don't see him as much anymore. Although I do see him at United Games down the side of the pitch. Because he's obviously, he's, he's started to do the commentary on the United Games for uh, MUTV. So it is, what, what is your professional opinion of each other as now you're both working in television? <laughs> Ben's very. Gazzy's the best I've ever seen. Ben's very, good, very good. Honestly, he's very good. Why? I'm not just saying that. Uh, clear, articulate, speaks well. To be fair, I know it's a compliment or a criticism. Actually, when we, when we basically were kids, United, 16 to 18, Ben was the only kid out of the 16 to 18 year olds. You either went to, as we called it, the Brainy College or the Thick College. So you had like me, Chris Casper. Useless to Brady because he had Scalzi and Butty and all that at the sort of like, you know, Ashton. But then Ben stood clear of all that and went to do his A levels. So Ben actually was. Ben was quite intelligent. French in history. I, 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 got, a, I got a C in French, but I didn't, I, I, I passed, I didn't pass history, unfortunately. I never had you down as someone who really sort of delved into the sort of no. his history books, Ben. No, no. You know what I mean? Can you speak French then? I. I no, no, I can't. no. So they can speak French. So, so the reason that me and his sister split up, the reason that me and his sister split up was because his sister, to be fair, speaks fluent French and, Sp and German, doesn't she? Yeah. And she went over to Germany and France for six months, um, each on as part of her degree. And that took its toll on our relationship, I think it's fair to say. Look at Ben laughing and see Gary when she was in I Europe. Did, I did, but I was playing at United at the time, so it was very difficult, obviously, to go over and sort of... She was in... Uh, well, what part oh, of Germany? Oh, I can't remember. I'm fine, thank you. I think, I think it was... Uh, I don't know who she was. But anyway, yeah, so we... Uh, and Ben's mum... She used to cook dinner for us every Sunday, yeah, didn't every she? Sunday. Every Sunday she used to cook dinner for us, and it was amazing. Um, and I actually saw them at the book launch two weeks ago, um, Liz and Phil, Ben's parents, and they were like no, fair second yeah. parents to me for about six, seven years. So the reason I'm here now is, is 
No, just no, because that's it. I want to be with him. No, the publicity is not not really for me. But I definitely enjoyed going back through me through me annals and and you know speaking to all these lads and because you know you, you you never know what people are going to say and it, it, it brought back some absolutely brilliant memories, Andrew. Some great great memories. To be honest with you, so I'm, I'm glad you mentioned that, Andrew, because I was he doesn't know. Do you, you don't know. Just do about you? About the, reason, the reason Ben is the, the reason the reason that Ben is sporting a beret is not because he did French at, uh, at, at college. It's because he's he's had a he's had a he's had a hair transplant. He's had a yeah. So he showed me before. I've stumbled on a, a news story. Yeah. Ben Thornley's had a hair transplant. Yeah, I must admit, um, I was I was surprised when he took his hat off and I, I saw oh, sort of like a, 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 a dance. It's an absolute car crash. So tell me the process of and, of having a, a head transplant. Head transplant. Hair transplant. <laughs> I could do one of them and all, mate. How are we doing? You okay? Are you okay? Oh, you've turned up the talent, yeah? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was, I, was, I was struggling, by the way, this morning. Listeners, you, United Thank We Stand podcasters. What's, what's, your, what's, your, what's, your, what's your podcast called? United We Stand. United We Stand. Yeah, I was, I was struggling this morning on the train back from London. I was struggling. I had a bacon, a, a bacon egg sandwich, a choc, a choc bar from pret a Honestly, no other lie, try one. They're called, they're called a choc bar. United We Stand reader deserves special attention. There you go. Cheers. Okay, thanks for that, lads. Thank no you. problem. How much does it cost now, the fanzine? Yeah. 250. 250. Is it worth it? Oh, yeah. Oh, I've had a whole thing to buy it. How are we doing? Okay. All right. You get it every month. Could you go with me? Could you go with me? Could you go with me? Oh, right, okay. It would be difficult unless we change the model and became more sort of news, reporting news all the time. Yes. And the problem you have then is how you monetize it. Because someone showed me yesterday Arse Block. Big place. And uh, it's a big Arsenal one, but people aren't paying for it. So if you've got advertising, that would be the way to do it. And what what we've always done with the fanzine is is charge people a small amount of money for it. And we're about to have our 30th anniversary next year. So if we ever do, you might be invited if you behave yourself. Thanks very much. Yeah, I'm sure it'd be the highlight of your social calendar. Thanks very much for the uh, the invite in advance. Invite your wife Take two or three pictures. So, uh, okay. Thank you. Right. True stories. My wife actually went for. Um, uh, she adored Tay that as a kid, as a growing up. She actually bid at a charity auction for a, a lunch with her okay. favourite okay. member of Tay that Howard yeah. Donald, and that was yesterday in London. Right. So she went for lunch with Howard Donald yesterday. Have you seen her since? I haven't. I've seen her on Instagram. She looked very happy to be honest with yeah. you with the, with, the, with the lunch. Where, where um, did your wife stay last night? The lovely Emma, who was the most popular podcast guest we've ever had, by yeah, the way. She stayed in um, she stayed in London on the Tuesday with me, uh, and then last night yeah. she went back. She, she went back. Um, I had someone to stay down last night, but she went back. Yeah, so she's very happy. She's just been for lunch with Howard Donald, and apparently he was a charming man, gentleman. So it was a, a it was a. a a charity f- uh, dinner for child bereavement. It's brilliant. It's brilliant. Yeah. What, are you, what are your favourite Take That tunes? It don't matter. Just put, just put your name on it. Okay. Come on, Ben, sing us a Take That tune, will you? Go, Dave, me and my Jake. 
Hers is uh, hers is never hers is never forget because that's that's uh, that's uh, Howard's. I think he, he leads on that one. Yeah. Do you not? Do you not? Do you not? That's got to be one of my favourite United kits of all time. So, so big and that. Yes, 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 yes. Olsen. Was that 1985? Yes, Olsen wore that, didn't he? It's amazing. I turned 50 this year, so Rob Olsen. I met Sharpie a few weeks ago. So yes, yesterday. We from Oldham. Lee. Lee. Yeah. Do you want to hold the shirt up? Yeah, if you want it's not the shirt up. It's a big though, isn't it? On the side of Manchester there, Gary. Lovely. Okay. Yeah, close again, yeah. Just pick it up. I've got a folder thing here. It's easier. No, it's 85 was magic. Just stretch it out. That's the easiest way to do it. I spoke to Jesper Olsen yesterday. He's living in Melbourne. He's coaching over there. Is he? He's going to come on this podcast. Is he? Yeah. Who are your favourite players from the 85 team, Gary? White side. Yeah, white side. Robson. Yeah, well, they're my two favourites. Don't go any further than that, really. No. Thank you. You're more Thank than welcome. Gentlemen, no problem. Cheers no again. problem. Don't forget you your folder. Thank you. Yeah. Robson, wow. I mean, Robson, brilliant. Yeah. 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 I mean, Norman, I loved him Thank you, Gary. I loved him I absolutely love Norman. Tremendous. Yeah. Is that one of yours? Robbo was my hero, so I mean, yes, yeah, he was. That was that was set in stone. But Norman was. Which amazing. bit of the book are you happiest with, Ben? Um, is there any bits where you wish? My, my forward. forward. I think it's yeah. I mean, to be fair, the forward was brilliant. Um, I, I think just just reading about the, the different people and the, and the players that have, you know, that have commented on it. For me, it's. Very, very humbly. Are you okay? Oh, sorry. How are you? You alright? 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 Where are, the fans, where are the fans at, Andy? Give the fans a praise of where they're at. United Yeah. Where the, where the readers at? This would be the lowest week after the Palace game and after the Southampton game. And I fear if United would have lost to Arsenal, then there would have been the closest thing you're starting to see to a revolt among Manchester United match-going fans. However... Revolt against what? The, the, um, the performances, the manager, the players. Just, they the, the, I don't think the fans know exactly where who to blame because there's a shared responsibility. Clearly, the manager's yes, got some part to play in it, but is that five percent or is that forty yeah, percent? Yeah, there's just a deep frustration. Oh yeah. So, for those of you who don't know, we'll just describe this Gary on the podcast. Yeah, we've just, yeah. Uh, a fan has just turned up and uh, she's got a Gary Neville phone cover. Things that you never see in life. <laughs> How many of them did you make, Gary? Oh, this is the one and only. I mean, this is unique. <laughs> in a hundred years, this could be an antiques roadshow. You know, antiques roadshow, sort of twenty. Oh, sorry, I'm miles away. Yeah. Twenty-one twenty. <laughs> yeah, twenty-one twenty on antiques roadshow. It's not the weirdest thing. I do have a cushion, but I thought that would freak you out. Oh, oh. Gary Neville cushion to sit. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. I'll send that to you. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you very much. Okay. Edgy. No problem. I love your jumper. Oh, thank you. Go on, Gary. 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 Go on, Gary.
describe it, Gary? The, the jumper, the jumper, it's got Christmas puddings, it's got Santa hats, it's got snowmen, it's got Christmas trees, and it's got, what's that at the bottom? It's like a, the, the sweet hold things they call yeah, that. Candy sticks. Candy sticks. Yeah. Yeah, it's a very nice Christmas jumper that we're seeing. I'd have a pigeon centre for Absolutely. Come round. Here we oh. go. Thanks, Edith. Lovely to see you. Lovely to see you. See you later. Andrew, how are you? Andrew, okay. Happy to see you. How many games have we lost this season? Overall, how many games have we lost? I thought I was trying to count it last night, but I did it four. Five. Is it five? At home in the league. In the league, five. Right. West Ham. West Ham, Brighton. City. City. Tottenham. Brighton. Tottenham. And one more. Um, and then I couldn't think of anybody else. I thought it was four. Yeah, of course you can. Yeah. Derby at home. Um, Juventus at home. Yeah. Uh, Are you saying there's five in the league? I thought it was four. Yeah, I, yeah, we were thinking about it last night. I don't think of four games. Those oh, that you yeah. mentioned: Brighton, West Ham, Tottenham, and the City. Yes, of course we will. Podcast listeners are there, thinking furiously saying that's it, or they're furiously saying no, there is one more. Oh, these lads should know. I know. Professionals. Oh, but you do, you forget. From Chelsea, we drew. Chelsea, we drew. Arsenal, we drew. Liverpool, we not played yet in two weeks. Everton, we beat. Wolves, we draw. Everton, we beat. Yeah. Brighton was the second game, Leicester was the first game. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's only four, you know. Yeah. Okay. 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 But it's nowhere near good enough, is it? Oh, no. no, 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 no. I wasn't suggesting for, for anything that's good enough. But I mean, it's not. I mean, to be fair, I think we're, at, we're actually 15, 16 points off Liverpool Yeah. yeah. in second. Yeah. And 18 behind City. Yeah, I mean, that's... It's criminal. Yeah, yeah, it's criminal. Right. It's not right. So what's the solution, Gary? And what's the solution, Beth? Everybody's going to have different opinions. What's yours? Well, my opinion is that I think everybody is way too quick to, to jump on and, and blame the manager. Yeah. Although, he, as the manager of the club, he's going to attach a portion of the blame. Yeah. I just think that some of the, some of the performances that you've seen, albeit... But we've been here now. With, we've been here now with our last three managers, don't we? Yeah. David Moyes, Lou Van Aal. It's been, it was as bad. So I remember when David Moyes lost to City and Liverpool in a week, and it was terrible. Yeah. I remember when uh, Lou Van Aal had, had that period where I felt and the stadium was half empty against Crystal Palace one Tuesday night. And now we're in the same position with Lou Van, uh, with uh, Jose Mourinho. You, no, you so want me to undo it? I with three yeah, managers. Yeah, okay. Will you put up the Christmas? Yeah, of course I will. You have to then start look deeper. You have to start looking deeper. And Better people appointing those managers. Yeah, I think yeah, I don't. I think I, I think I've, I've said it to be fair a few weeks ago. I genuinely think now it's the time for the club just to review the structure around the football side um, and reset it. That because it, on the commercial side, they're still very successful. Absolutely. But one thing I would say about it, Andy. You know, what people say about um, when people say about um, you know David Gill that left and Alex Ferguson left. If you were looking to replace, if you think about when Peter Kenyon left Manchester United, they replaced him with the guy that was underneath him, David Gill. So David Gill left, they replaced him with the guy that was sat beneath him, Ed Woodward. So it was a natural transition to do that. It was the right thing. Everyone would have said continuity, longevity. 
Same with the appointment of a manager. You would have probably said, well, what do, what do, what do we want? We've always appointed managers who, to be fair, have been that kind. So I think when you look back six years, people say, oh, it started with that. What would you have done differently? You wouldn't have, sport, you wouldn't have brought a sporting director structure in at that point. It's only six years later and three failed managers at the moment that were sat here thinking, actually, I think it does need to be reset now, the structure. Maybe could have been done a couple of years ago. But I think Jose was brought in as a quick fix, somebody who would, who would get us winning again, and that's not happened. So when that's not happened, now it's time for a reset. Um, and I think the reset should come always at the end of the season, I think, to be fair. I, 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 to me... I don't, I don't agree with getting rid of him now. No, no not to, at all. To yeah, me, he's not going to achieve anything, that. He might win the Champions League this year. Well, no, not likely. Well, you never much. know with him. Thank you. It's not likely for Inter to win it. Thanks very much. One thing he said last night was Delort... Um, he actually mentioned you in his press conference. Yeah, I saw that. I don't know what the, the reference to me was. I, I, it was it was done in humour because he was in good humour after the game, and he said we might be looking at United's right back for the next ten years. Yeah. But obviously, it's a great leap of faith because he's that was his first um, game. But what was your judgment of him as a right back? We have no. He's young. And to be fair, I actually spoke to a couple of people. I was over in the World Cup in the summer and I spoke to a couple of people about him and got fantastic. Um, feedback in terms of his potential and what he can be. I would say it's too, it's too early to judge him. Yeah, it is, you know, yeah, it's too, far too early to judge him. But what, what you want him to do, to be fair, is now stay fit, because he's had injuries. Stay fit and basically build a bank of games. And I remember Eric Harrison, when I played my first 5, 10, 15 games for United, he said you need to come back in 100. 100, 100 games is two and a half, three seasons. That's when you can say that you've, you, you know, you've matured and you've been through the middle a little bit. So he's got a long way to go. It's far too early to judge him. And, and people, I've seen today on social media, fans say he did well. Some say he made mistakes. Well, a young defender that doesn't make mistakes isn't a young defender. It's impossible. Thank you, he, got, he got into some good positions in the second you. half last night and he flipped his crosses. Okay. I, I thought... Thank you. Did you take a good cross when you played? What was your strong point? Well, I think playing on the wing... Woodpecker. Woodpecker, he was Woodpecker. I think playing on the wing, it, it would have to be shot. Yeah, because I could trust the ball without... Yeah, he was. He was, he was, he was ben, ben, you couldn't tell whether he was left yeah, or right-footed. Yeah. Right. Oh, yeah, he was. Ben was honestly oh, unbelievable. He could, dribble, he could actually dribble with both feet. Fantasy, so I thought, rather than go to all the names... Dribble with both feet. So we're talking about if the manager was to go... And I love seeing you on MUTV. Thank you very much. But we both said we don't think the manager should go now. What's the point? I mean... Yeah, it was. Uh, you, you saw. Casa. You saw it, by the way. It was brutal, wasn't it? Yeah. 
the press conference after the Barcelona game away, do you remember? Oh my God. Just something I say to this day, I should actually, I should actually, no one's ever seen that press conference. They sh you should, they should film, they should live stream, no, not live stream, you should uh, record that press conference and send it out. that day before the game? I went walking around the city. Oh, long time, no TV. How are you? How are you? But I always did. I always did day of a game. I always went walking. Yeah. 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 I know. I always walked. I always walked on the day of a game, even when I was coaching England. Send them back. There's nothing you can do. Once the players have gone to bed in the afternoon, you just go for a walk and just get some fresh air. Your best player, I thought. Was Andre Gomez? Yes, he's, he's doing well now, isn't he? He's, doing, he's a good lad, by the way. He's a good player at Everton. Good signing for Everton. Sorry. Smile for this one, lad. Andre Gomez is a top player. Best looking player. I, 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 I didn't have time to judge him on looks, on, on performance, let alone looks, Andy. To be honest with you, <laughs> he's a good player. No, we had, we, had, we, had, we had some fantastic players, by the way. And you, I, I always say, oh, you must have had it. No. Dan, Dan, Dan Cancelo, didn't you? Jao Cancelo, who's at Juventus, uh, Jose Gaia, um, Andre Gomez, Paco Altafar, um, who else? Rodrigo, now playing for Spain. Um, Mustafi, Mustafi from Thingy. And that was the thing, the results that that team got that season. And, and in the season, the talent was there. Just... Do you not fancy going to Valencia next week to see United? I was going to go, um, and in the end I cancelled. I thought that it would be... I thought it would be a bit of a circus, to be honest with okay. you. Yeah, I just thought you'd... Would you like to go around the European away game, though? Just with your mates, sort of, pulled up and just enjoy it all? Oh, yeah. It'd be difficult. No. Scotland told me you'd love to. Yeah, I think to be fair... Do you want to treat the Oh, you want me to keep that? Yeah. Oh, that's very kind of you, thank you. I would like to go, yeah, I, mean, I would like to go. I could, go. I could go if I wanted to. I was going to go to Turin. Yeah? Yeah, I was going to go to Turin. The three or four of us were going to go to Turin. But in the end, again, we didn't go, but we had something on the Thursday. I love Turin. I do. I love, I love, I love the city, I love the stadium. Uh, it's a highly underrated city. I actually like Juventus as a club. I think that there's a lot about Juventus and Bayern Munich that I always saw in United. When we used to play, when we used to play, yeah. When we used to play against Juventus and Bayern Munich in that late 90s, early 2000s, when they were the best teams in Europe, I always used to think they had a lot about them that was similar to United in terms of stature and size and scale. I, just, I, always, I always admired them. You once told me that that Juventus game in 96 was the only time in your career where you felt it was men against boys with United being the boys. Yeah. yeah that was, was that Boxic? Yeah. Yeah, it was, it was, to be honest with you, it was like playing against um, people from another planet. It was Boxic, Vieri, Del Piero. Conte, yeah. Conte played. Del Piero, Zidane. Christian Vieri played, didn't he? Yeah, so Christian Vieri, Boxic. Do you know what he does now? No. He lives a very happy life on South Beach, Miami. All right. So, oh, right. it's very that's, that's Christian, Christian Vieri, Alan Boxic, Zidane and Del Piero was your front line. And then you had Conte in midfield alongside who? Who? A very an incredibly famous individual. Zidane? No, I just said, said Zidane. Zidane. Sorry, David. No. Oh, sorry. In the middle. No. Um, you'll, you'll kick yourselves yeah. if you don't get it. World, world renowned. A defence of... Chiro Ferrara, Paolo Montero. <laughs> and yeah, Delivio was like in and out. And, and, uh, I love it how you know all these. 
But that team we played against them four years on the bounce. The midfield player that played in 96 in that period for them. I was there as well. I tell you what, if I told you, I'll give you, I'll give you a clue. That he's not only won a World Cup as a player, he's won a World Cup as a manager. I tell you what, if you're not getting, it's embarrassing. You should give up as a journalist. I'm questioning your actual ability to be a journalist. So everyone will be listening to this. Oh, you do come oh, right I, I was there. I was the World Cup as a player. And I, was, I was writing about it. Oh. I was there. I was on the bloody bench. So who was... Right. Um, I remember Boxic's goal. He just shoved Buddy off as if he wasn't there. World Cup as a player, and everyone will be listening to this just screaming the answer into it. I think he was captain as a player and he's manager. Didier Deschamps. Yes. Yes. Well done, Andrew. Can we make sure that. Can I just say that, to be fair, if you're listening to this podcast, that. I, if I was him, I would edit out the time frame I'm not edit between asking that question and getting the answer. Must have been about a minute and a half. Well, it wasn't as long as you took to do 10k in Malta oh. to start last year when you, when you came second to oh, last. That was when, that was do, do you want to tell people about that on the record? 52, 52 minutes. Because the times in Malta hey. didn't cover it faithfully. <laughs> they just said you came behind a winner, well, obviously. You 50, came second to last out of 100 people. No. So basically, I know it wasn't advertised, but can I find the individual as well? Yeah. Of course, you can. I, I get listen to the podcast. 52. You listen to this then. This is being recorded here. So it's 50. I did. It was my first. Ever 10k, I did it in 52 oh, minutes. Of course, you can. Which, to be oh, fair, I was quite proud of. Ben, Ben, the gentleman with that. You want you in a picture? Tell us. But I, I, went run, I, went, I went running with Andy, I went running with Andy um, in, in, Swe- in Sweden uh, doing um, basically repeated sprints. That was a different story, wasn't it, Andy? Well, you, you, tell, 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 tell your listeners how you did at that. You've got a better core fitness than me. Gary, thanks for coming. Well done. Thank and you. you were better at sprints than me. Thank you. And you're in good shape. Yeah. But four days later, let me just tell this without you interrupting, because I want the truth here. Several prominent Maltese businessmen paid to spend a night with Gary because they respect him, because they enjoyed his company to listen oh, to right. him. Oh, right, OK, like that. And I was talking to <laughs> Gary's wife and... One of the Maltese businessmen said, I'm going to go now because I'm running 10K in the morning. And I said, oh, if I would have known that, I would run it. And he said, well, why don't you run it with me? Do you get cheaper rates at this hotel? And... No, he doesn't. Sadly not, no. And Gary, Gary heard me and said, well, what, what are you doing? What on earth are you doing? I said, if I want to run 10K in the morning, then I'm going to run 10K in the morning. And Gary went, well, if you do it, I'm going to do it. But you'd never run 10K before, did you? No. Right. Seven o'clock the next morning. We're up. Just an hour off again. Cheers. All right. Good luck with You're welcome. Thanks very yeah. much. Thank you. Cheers. Thank you. Seven o'clock the next morning, I meet Gary in reception. We go to the Malta's National Stadium, where the best runners in Malta are waiting, 400 of them, to run 10K. <laughs> what I didn't tell Gary, and still haven't told him until now, was I very slyly put the word out that Gary was expecting to finish in the top 10. He'd never run 10K before. You did it in how many minutes? 52 minutes. Yeah, well, that's not bad for a first go. I'm not going to... You, you know something? I did not know what I did. I did the Manchester 10K Nine last year. Right, it was the day after the cup final, United v Chelsea, and it was 30 degrees, and I'd, we'd had an all day of the day before watching the cup final. I did it in 61 minutes. It was embarrassing. 
Absolutely. Impact. So I got actually the other person who actually done two 10Ks now, one in 52 in the second one, which should be better effectively than in 61. It's embarrassing. It is not good. No, but it was 30 degrees. I, was, I couldn't believe it, how bad it was. It's still bad. You ran up towards Old Trafford and then back round the loop. Sorry. No, that's all right. Fascinated. You're fascinated. <laughs> You're fascinated by Basically, my 10K yeah, story. The man in well, I've got to say, when you was captain, they did more training before the start of the matches and more warm-ups. Oh, yeah, we used to have them warmed up, me and Giggs, didn't we? You did. Yeah, we did. We had them going. That was, Who? Uh, Who going? Thank you very much. <laughs> Thank you. Joseph, that was the truth. So we used to, we used to take the, me or Giggs, would take the warm-up, the first five minutes of the warm-up. It was good, that. Because one, the players are taking care of themselves. Two, it doesn't mean you've got fitness in coaches all over them, telling them what to do every five seconds. If a player can't stretch, or also gives them some responsibility. Gives players responsibility, get yourself ready for this match. And I like, we liked it. Uh, so that was the reason behind it. Uh, my mum and dad moved from there now, they've gone. They? Yeah, they've gone, yeah. Okay. Yeah, four years yeah. ago now. Stafford Road? Yeah, Stafford Road. Oh, the famous yeah. Stafford Road. Did you live there? My husband lived there. I lived yeah. there for six years nearly. Yeah. Seven years I did. Oh, I yes, with Ben's family. Okay, yes, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, right. Always very welcome. Okay. You were running out of books? Uh, we, we knew how many we had. Where about okay. some Stafford yeah, Road? We knew how many we had. Big house at the bottom on the main road. 150, Andrew. Oh, yeah, that was okay. Deal. Yeah, that they knocked down and yeah. built. So, yeah. We can't get him to sit still more longer than that. Oh, there used to be a Texaco garage at the bottom of the road. Just off it no, it's gone, though. Oh, that's gone now. Yeah. I wasn't optimistic yeah. when I saw him get off the train, yeah. I must admit. Sorry, do you remember, Ben, do you remember the Scottish lady that used to okay. serve? We used to come in, oh, in from nights out. Thank right? And we'd always, on the, on the way back in, we'd always get chocolate from the Texaco garage at the bottom. And there was a woman, a Scottish lady, that used to serve. You obviously behind, you know... Um, she did the night shift and she didn't shift, like so it. She was behind the, sort of like the glass, the thick glass. And we used to get like, you know... And he always used to... <laughs> she was Scottish. And he always used to order a Twix. Yeah, and, a and, he was, and he was absolutely bladdered when he used to go to. So go on, go on. Get us a Twix. And it used to make me laugh. Every week we used to come in on a Wednesday. But it was one of them that every time she went round to get something, she couldn't go in. Cheers, man. Sorry. How are you? Are you okay? Thank you, no. Cheers. Thank you. She'd get back behind the counter and then I'd send her back out for something else. It was terrible, really. It was boy humour. Thank you. Who were the biggest jokers in the dressing room? Um, well, in our dressing room, it was George, wasn't it? But then, obviously, you had George a lot, you had a lot of them in yours. What did George Crick do? Oh, he's always joking. He used to call me Helmet Head. <laughs> heavy, heavy Head, Helmet Head, Huge Head. He used to walk past me sometimes, right? He used to walk past me, and he'd go... All right, Huge? Or he'd go... He'd walk past me and go, Why is your head so big? <laughs> And he used to walk past me, and he's like, oh, it was a constant, constant noise in my ear, George Switzer. And then David May was the big joker in the first team dressing room. George would be one of these in, in, in the cliff, if, on the rare occasions that the manager ventured down into the dressing room area. He'd hide behind the wall and he'd shout, Gaffer or Boss. And he'd, and he'd leave somebody stood plumb in the middle of the corridor, having moved, removed himself, and he, the Gaffer would turn around and look at him, and some poor guy would be sat there. And he go, Switzer, Switzer, Switzer. David May's definitely a joker. I've done a few sportsman's dinners where I've compared for him, and he's the only person where I've had to tell him to wind it in a little bit mid-dinner. Oh, definitely. Because it's too strong for definitely. the people who are there. Yeah. He's a, he's a, a lad's lad. Definitely.
I've got. I'm doing Monday night Monday night football. Then I'm doing United v Liverpool. Then I'm doing Wolves v Wolves v Liverpool on the Friday. Then I'm doing Everton v Tottenham on the 23rd. I'm doing Fulham v Wolves on the 26th, and I'm doing United v Newcastle on the 2nd, and I'm doing Arsenal, sorry, United, uh, City v Liverpool on the 3rd. Loads of games. You mentioned Wolves off then. I didn't know you were at Molyneux a few weeks ago. I was there. I've watched Wolves about six times in the last three weeks. Cheers, guys. I feel like a Wolves season to get older. Cheers, Gary. Thank you. I went to write nice things about them because I thought they were on the... Oh, lost Huddersfield. I was there. Huddersfield played well. Yeah. Yeah, I, just feel I did that game as well for TalkSport. So all three well. were there. Were you there? No, I was at TalkSport. No, I was doing it from the studio in London. Pretending you there. Hello. <laughs> to Helen. So just think about this, Andy. You've come along to say hello to Ben. Yeah. And you've basically ended up with 38 minutes of incredible content there for your podcast. Some of it's a bit slow. Some of it's a bit... No, you might have to edit it a little bit. The fact that you didn't know who did it in the shop was... But you also got a little bit of insight into mine and Ben's relationship, didn't you? Yeah. Oh, by the way. I've got a belting line from Maisie as well. Oh, and buy the book. It's tackled. It's out now. Get it online at... Go on, Ben. No, where you in store? Amazon. Amazon. Go to Amazon. And you buy in store at WH Smith's. Yeah, signed copies. Signed copies of me and Ben on the book, tackled. Have you read the book, Gary? Not yet, no. I will do when I go on a holiday. I don't read books unless I go on a holiday. I don't either, to be fair. Well, you've not read your own book? You've not read your own book? Ben. Ben. It's a, bit, it's a bit of a worry. I have had to read my own book, yeah. <laughs> and what was a bit silly was that I've just been on holiday with somebody who was reading my book. Right. Which was weird. Who's that? You missed it? His mum. <laughs> it was his mum. It was his mum, yeah. Oh, no. That was an interesting conversation after my mum had read it. <laughs> yeah, because Ben yeah, disclosed some things in the book yeah, that I don't think his mum had known about. This lady would like someone to hold the baby before I'll, 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 I'll hold the baby. Gaz is... I'm very... No. Thank you, well done everyone. Finally, you two, where were United finished this season in the league? Uh, sixth. Ben, where were United finished this season in the league? I'm, I'm going to agree with him, sixth or seventh, yeah. The only time you've ever agreed. Thank you for your time, both of you, I appreciate it. Thanks for listening to the latest United We Stand podcast brought to you by Red Army Bet. We offer the best available odds on a United win as well as a host of special bets created by Reds. With half our net profits being donated to United supporters groups, Red Army Bet is about fans, by fans, for fans. Check out our website, redarmybet.com or download the app. Red Army Bet, we all follow United.